and welcome back to the Disney World Today podcast. I am your ghost host for the day, Kevin Pope. Hope everyone's having a just magical day, where everything's going well. And here we are, another episode. I'm ready to talk some Disney. I'm recording this on a Friday. I've had like five coffees today, so I'm ready to go. Um, Big coffee guy. I don't want to say I'm addicted, but I think I might be addicted to coffee. Um, you know, not Disney related, but I, uh, I subscribe to the Panera coffee thing that they have. It's like $7.99 a month, I think. And it's basically just unlimited coffees. Uh, technically you can get a, uh, another coffee like every two hours. So it's not like one per day. I believe it's like every two hours, but I signed up originally, uh, in May. It was, uh, right as summer was starting, I had a job. Um, there was a Panera like a minute away, like it was literally on the way. So I was like, oh, this will be perfect. I'll do the, the subscription trial. I got a free trial um, and enjoyed free coffee for three months. And when I went to cancel it in August, Panera was like, hey, don't cancel it. How about we offer you another three months free and then you can decide if you want to keep it. So I've been, uh, I've been uh, getting free coffee since May. So definitely not complaining. But coffee aside, just want to say thank you for coming back and checking out the podcast. If you're a new listener, welcome. I hope you enjoy it. Um, I'd recommend checking out some of the other episodes I have. They're available pretty much everywhere. Uh, If you're listening on your iPhone, you can check them all out in the Apple iTunes page. Uh, And while you're there, if you don't mind, give me a five-star rating. Leave me a review. And if you do, I'll give you a shout-out on the next episode, uh, right in the introduction, um, give you guys a shout out. I, I, you know, just want to say thank you to everyone who has, uh, sent me some positive feedback on last week's episode, which was all about Walt Disney World opening day. You know, it was October 1st, uh, Disney officially started their 50th anniversary celebration at Disney World. So I thought it was only fitting that the episode, um, be, you know, totally committed and dedicated to Disney World on opening day. So, you know, we talked about all the opening day attractions, the price of admission, how much it cost to get in, how much it was to ride the rides. Uh, We talked about the original resorts and just basically everything about uh, October 1st, 1971. It It was definitely fun. I love, I love vintage Disney, anything really. Um, I always enjoyed like documentaries, um, watching like old videos on YouTube, like there's some opening day stuff and, you know, seeing Disney from the seventies and eighties to me, um, it just, it just has always interested me. I've always been curious and I was lucky enough to, you know, grow up in the nineties when, you know, Disney was a little different. It definitely was, you know, if you're a younger listener, uh, I don't want to say you missed out because Disney's great now and. You know, they've updated and, and upgraded, but, you know, Disney still in the 90s had that, like, nostalgic, like, retro feel to it, which I sometimes miss, um, but I've, it's just something, a subject I've always loved, retro Disney stuff, which is why, you know, I collect a lot of nerdy, you know, retro Disney stuff, park maps, books, uh, t-shirts, you know, whatever, but we have another fun episode today. Today's episode is going to be all about... Halloween at Disney World. This is going to be a good one. We're going to talk about, um, you know, 
Halloween at Disney currently with the Boo Bash. We're going to talk about Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. We're going to talk about how maybe I wasn't the biggest Halloween fan and maybe Disney saved me, <laughs> you know? We'll talk some Disney Halloween movies and, of course, at the end, some questions and stuff from you guys. We're going to talk about our favorite Disney Halloween costumes. So buckle up. Should be a fun ride. Here we go. Your attention, please. The Walt Disney World Railroad, now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Board. Yes, it's that time of year where everyone gets to dress up in their favorite costumes, eat their favorite candies, carve some pumpkins. It's Halloween time. Now, what better place to celebrate Halloween than Disney World, right? That's what this week's episode is going to be all about. Halloween at Disney, and we'll also talk a little just uh, Disney Halloween in general. We'll talk some movies, costumes, stuff like that, but... Really, let's talk some Halloween at Walt Disney World. Now, to start things off, I need to talk a little bit about what Halloween has meant to me. Now, as a kid, probably like all of you guys, I loved Halloween. I loved dressing up. I loved trick-or-treating, candy, the movies, everything. It was awesome as a kid. Um, you know, as I got older, I kind of fell out of love with Halloween. Being here in Chicago, Halloween uh, can be really hit or miss weather-wise. So we've had some Halloweens that were really warm, you know, like 70 degrees. It was perfect for trick-or-treating and hanging out. And we've had some Halloweens where it's been 30 degrees and sleeting. So really hit or miss weather-wise, which, had, you know, kind of played a role in uh, me kind of falling out of favor with Halloween. I'll be honest, like once I reached high school, um, you know, about 16, 17 years old, I just really started to dislike Halloween. Uh, you know, I wasn't, uh, I wasn't the most popular kid, so I didn't, you know, go to a bunch of high school Halloween parties. Um, you know, Halloween to me during that time, uh, one of my best friends, his, uh, you know, his family would kind of have like a Halloween party and that was always a good time. Um, but like once we got to like 16, 17 years old, like we didn't really dress up for it. You know, the, the crowd kind of got smaller, whereas like when we were like 12, 13, 14, it was awesome. There was a bunch of us. It was all our friends from school, you know, the neighborhood, you know, families and stuff. But around that time, like Halloween to me, like I just wanted to hang out with my buddy, you know, get like a pizza and watch some, you know, scary movies. Um, and that was kind of it. I didn't really want to go out. I didn't want to, you know, go to a costume party. You know, I don't know. It was just a weird time for me. And it was kind of like that, like once I got a little older too, like you know, I, I had to get dragged to a couple costume parties, like when I was in my twenties and didn't, didn't enjoy it at all. But that all changed the first time I went to Disney world for the Halloween party. Now this was like 2013. I had never been to Disney world other than July. Like I would only go in July with my family and stuff. This was the first time I went in October and it was 
Uh, I went the week of Halloween and it totally, totally changed my mind. First off, the weather in October in Orlando, I, I mean, dare I say, might be perfect. You know, maybe you get some colder days, but to you, you know, Floridians, cold is like 55, 60 degrees. Like that's shorts weather for me, you know. Uh, but when I went in October, it was like 75 to 80 degrees every day. No humidity, perfect weather, and it was unbelievable. Like the crowds weren't as bad, and I got to experience the uh, Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween party for the first time. Now, I haven't been to the Boo Bash. You know, that's kind of new to 2021 but you know people i know and trust they've kind of all said that yeah you know what it's nice but it's not the same it's not mickey's not so scary you know that was the best the parade with the boo to you song the boo to you parade uh, iconic with the headless horseman I, I mean that in itself was probably worth the price of admission the headless horseman and his ride you know through uh, liberty square to main street you know, it gave me chills the first time I saw it. That's how cool it was. You know, and they had like trick-or-treating locations. Um, you know, the majority of people dressed up in costumes. That was awesome. You know, they had the special Halloween party merchandise. Um, the couple years I went, the one year was Hocus Pocus themed, which was awesome. That was kind of when Disney started, started you know, kind of recognizing Hocus Pocus again. They realized how popular it had become. Um, and, you know, they, they capitalized it. They had a Hocus Pocus uh, stage show in front of Cinderella's Castle that was really good. And they had, like, all the Hocus Pocus merchandise. I had to get one of those t-shirts. And I think I got a magic band, too. Um, but that was awesome to see. You know, I was in costume. They had, uh, you know, like, special-themed, like, picture locations. You know, if you wanted to ride the rides, the wait times were... There was no wait times, pretty much. You could ride whatever you wanted. Um, and then they had like a special fireworks show too. Now, back in the day, the not so scary Halloween party was a lot cheaper than it is today. And when you bought tickets to a Halloween party, you were allowed to enter the Magic, Magic Kingdom uh, earlier than the party actually started. So, you know, if the party started at seven or eight or whatever, you were allowed to enter like the Magic Kingdom at like six. And, you know, for some reason, I want to say it was closer to like 4.30 the first time I went. So what we did is instead of buying a park pass for, you know, a hundred and something dollars, uh, you know, a day for that day, we bought two Halloween party tickets. So the first day we went, you know, in costume and we did all the Halloween stuff. We took Halloween pictures, we went trick-or-treating, we saw all the special shows that had this horseman, the fireworks show, the stage show, everything like that. And then the second day that we bought the ticket to the Halloween party, we used it just to kind of, you know, ride the rides and experience Magic Kingdom. So I want to say, you know, back then the, the Halloween party ticket cost me maybe around like 75 bucks. And that was cheaper than a day at the Magic Kingdom. You know, so you could spend uh, all day at the resort, maybe go swimming, go to Disney Springs. And then four or five o'clock, you can head to the Magic Kingdom on a, you know, Halloween Par, uh, you know party ticket which was cheaper and so you got to hang out at the magic kingdom and then when the party stuff started you could if you wanted to you could experience the fireworks show again you could go trick-or-treating again or you could do like we did and just ride all the rides because the, the wait times were so short so that was uh 
that was my trick for a few years and uh you know disney caught on and they once they raised the price of the halloween party and it became more popular you know it wasn't really you know didn't really work anymore so that pretty much is what changed my mind on halloween as a whole like now i'm back in that stage where i enjoy halloween i love watching halloween movies and carving pumpkins going to pumpkin patches and all that stuff and it's all thanks to you know going to disney in october and experiencing the not so scary halloween party and you know not to mention in a normal year like this time of year is when the food and wine festival at epcot would normally take place now it's still it's still there now but it just started a lot earlier whereas you know in a normal year it wouldn't start until maybe like september so that was something I never got to experience uh, when I would go on vacation in July. And plus, too, as a kid, or even when I was like in my teens and, and early 20s, I didn't really care about the Food and Wine Festival. Whereas now, you know, I'm somewhat of a foodie. I love trying new foods and, and experiencing new foods and stuff like that. So now I absolutely love the Food and Wine Festival. So when you go in October, you get the Epcot Food and Wine Festival you get the Halloween party at the Magic Kingdom. You get, you know, warm weather without the humidity. And just all of those things combined, you know, just made me love Disney in October. And it, you know, it made me love Halloween again. I think we need to talk about, too, like the decorations at the Magic Kingdom around Halloween time. Um, you know, they don't decorate that often. It's pretty much just, uh, you know, Halloween and Christmas. And I got to say... I think I like I like the Halloween decorations at the Magic Kingdom better. I don't know. There's just something about going down Main Street and seeing like the street lights and the you know the lamp posts like covered with the orange decorations with Mickey pumpkins everywhere and it just you know it it not to get sappy but it just looks beautiful. That iconic view down Main Street, you see the castle and it feels like fall, it feels like Halloween. And you know, I just I just love walking down there and soaking it all in and it's something, you know, I, I have good memories there, and it's something that I just truly appreciate about Disney. So right now at the Magic Kingdom, we have the Disney After Hours Boo Bash, which took the place of the not-so-scary Halloween party, and I just have so many issues with this. Um, first of all, it starts in August, so, I mean, I, I guess I kind of understand if you're there with your children, in August and it's the only time you're able to do this but how in the world are you supposed to get in the mood for Halloween at a Halloween party on August 10th like I just I just don't get it I would I would never do that um you know I like I said I understand maybe if you have kids and that's the only time you're able to go to Disney and it's there but everyone else, like, what are you doing? Like, August 10th and it's Halloween? Like, let's, let's at least wait until September. Um, so that's one problem I have. The other is the price. Like I said earlier, I'm pretty sure the first time I went to the Halloween party was around like 70 or 75 bucks. And now the cheapest one, so like August 10th, for example, costs you $129. And like once it gets to like September or October, like the price keeps going up and it goes up to $199. And I'm pretty sure that's before tax. So you're paying $200 to go to this Halloween party. And man, that seems like just such a money grab. That it, you know, especially when it's not, um, 
you know, it's not as good as the Halloween party. There's not as many offerings. Uh, you know, Disney's promoting on their website that uh, they're calling them calvacades instead of like parades. And there's like three of them. There's one with like Mickey and Minnie and their friends. There's like a Disney villain one. And a, I think a um, Nightmare Before Christmas one. You know, and they have like the special themed snacks and stuff. Um, but you know, there's no special stage show. There's no special fireworks show. Nothing like that. Uh, and I'm pretty sure there's no Headless Horseman. So not a fan of the boobash. Just seems like uh, they charged more money and, uh, you know, offered less entertainment value. So uh, as of now, I have no interest in experiencing the boo bash, especially with the when the price is outrageous, um, I'll just pay for a park pass and hang out, you know, at the Magic Kingdom or Epcot or you know wherever. You know, before we move on to our next topic, I will say I do kind of wish that they had more Halloween offerings all around Walt Disney World and not just at the Magic Kingdom. You know, they should make it a resort-wide event. Each park should have, like, their own special Halloween-themed either, you know, activities or, or party or whatever. You know, you could have the Boobash at the Magic Kingdom. They, they need to work in other Halloween-themed um, attractions or, you know, parades or shows. I, I think that would be really cool to make it a, you know, resort-wide Halloween party, a, a big party. Um, you know, imagine going from you know, Magic Kingdom Boobash to, you know, some sort of Epcot party to a Hollywood Studios party. I think that would be pretty cool instead of just having everything Halloween themed only at the Magic Kingdom. So we talked about Halloween at Walt Disney World and the Magic Kingdom and their Halloween party, whether it's Mickey's Not So Scary or the Boobash and all that, all of its offerings. But I just want to talk about like Disney Halloween in general. You know, there's a lot to it. That's a big thing. Uh, you know, if you go on Instagram, you see people posting Halloween-themed Disney stuff, you know, everywhere. Whether it's food, drinks, um, you know, stuff you buy, the shirts and, and rugs and mugs, everything. So let's go over all that stuff. I will say I'm guilty as charged. I have gone to Marshall's and bought a bunch of Disney Halloween-themed uh home items that I didn't necessarily need. Uh, just this past weekend, I got a couple Disney Halloween like coffee mugs. One was Hocus Pocus. One was just like Disney themed with a pumpkin on it. Um, you know, I've gotten some other like decorations like Mickey pumpkin stuff. And they had, um, they had like uh, Halloween, like Mickey and Minnie, like uh, floor mats and uh, doormats, uh, which were cool too, which I almost got. But it definitely seems like uh, Disney Halloween-themed items have really taken on a life of their own. Like, like I said, like just go on Instagram, um, and you'll see people posting, you know, Disney-themed coffee and snacks, and you know, like decorations for their house and how they decorate. Um, you know, they sell those like inflatable like lawn decorations. Um, I've seen like some. Disney Halloween ones. They have like a Mickey pumpkin one. Pretty sure there's like some Nightmare Before Christmas ones. Um, so just like from all around, uh, there's just Disney Halloween stuff everywhere. You know, as a diehard Disney fan, uh, you just love to see it. I love seeing all the Mickey decorations, all the Disney decorations. And you know what? Like 
Halloween, I think, just gives us um, another excuse to just kind of decorate uh, our houses and everything with more Disney-themed items. You know, the same can be said around Christmas time. We do the same thing. Um, once it gets close to Christmas, we got like the Mickey wreaths and the Disney-themed, you know, Christmas ornaments and decorative plates and, you know, uh, doormats and stuff. And it goes on and on. It's like, you know, places like, uh, you see it at like Marshalls and TJ Maxx a lot or Home Goods. You know, they uh, they definitely pack the, the shelves with uh, Disney decorative items because they know that we're going to buy them. I know like the last weekend, my mom was telling me that she got a uh, Disney Halloween like fleece blanket. Uh, she was telling me all about it. And it's just everything. Like uh, when it gets close to Halloween time, I start to wear all my old like Disney uh, Mickey's not so scary Halloween party shirts. I, I think I have like three or four of them. You know, I, I don't usually wear those like all year round. I usually, you know, try and save them to like October around Halloween. I have the, there's a purple Hocus Pocus one. I have an orange one. There's a black one that's really cool. And I just like wearing those things around, you know, Halloween as well. And just kind of showing off my Disney spirit. And that kind of brings me up to my next point, which is all about Disney themed Halloween movies and shows. Now, as a kid, one of the best things about Halloween was all the Halloween themed TV episodes or movies that would premiere, you know, like the week or two weeks before Halloween. So every October, you know, whatever your favorite show was or, you know, a movie would come out and it'd be Halloween themed and we, we would be pumped for it. You know, back in the day, we have to talk about it. There's no point messing around. Halloween Town a Disney Channel original movie and is still iconic to this day and probably, arguably, I'll say that, arguably the best Disney-themed Halloween movie or show out there. You know, I'm 31 years old. I still love Halloween Town. My buddy Chris, big football guy, we're talking about the, the Sunday night football game last week and there was a lightning delay. So what did he decide to do? He watched Halloween Town. Like, there's no age restriction. Everyone loves Halloween Town. Um, I think he said he even watched uh, Halloween Town 2 after that. So that's dedication right there. And the fact that it was a Disney Channel original movie, you know, like back in the day, that maybe, you know, maybe if you're younger or even older, like you, you don't know anything about the Disney Channel original movies. But for, you know, people in my age group, like there was really nothing better than that on TV. Now, some of our favorite TV sh TV shows, you know, would release Halloween-themed episodes. You know, The Simpsons were famous for doing their Halloween episodes, and uh, Boy Meets World did a Halloween episode. So pretty much all those sitcoms and stuff and cartoons, they'd all do Halloween-themed episodes. Disney Channel, the golden era of the Disney Channel, they would have their own you know, made for Disney Channel movies. They wouldn't be in theaters. They'd, you know, premiere on Disney Channel. You know, then later on, they'd kind of be released on VHS or DVD. And, you know, there, there were some classic ones out there. And then the, the one year, 1998, you know, Disney starts airing commercials. Watch the, you know, TV premiere of Halloween Town. It was in October. And, you know, I was eight years old at the time. And I remember watching it when it came out. Um, I remember, I think we got, uh, like hot chocolate, uh, and, and watched it. 
because it was a big deal. Like they'd always release like their movies like on Friday or Saturday. So you, you know, if you were a kid, you didn't have to go to bed that early. You didn't have school. And it was a big deal. It was a classic movie. They obviously made a sequel, uh, Calabar's Revenge. I think they made even maybe, I know they made a, a third movie for sure. And maybe even another one, but I, I stopped following it after the third one. But, you know, like Halloween Town today, like you'll see memes about it and posts on Twitter and Instagram and merchandise. Um, my fiance has a Halloween Town shirt that I got her and I'm really jealous. I didn't get one for myself. So now I'm going to have to wait for another drop. Um, shout out to, I want to say Zippa, Zippa DTs. Uh, they had some Halloween Town shirts and, you know, just a classic movie. You know, it sums up Halloween. For me, you know, there's a lot of nostalgia about it. You know, I was a kid when it came out, watched it premiere on the Disney Channel. And, you know, just another example of, you know, Disney and Halloween and just it's a perfect combination. Um, you know, there's been other movies and shows, too. You know, one of the most famous ones as well, maybe even more famous because it wasn't a Disney Channel original movie, is Hocus Pocus. Now, I kind of mentioned it earlier, but... You know, Hocus Pocus came out in 1993, and I remember liking it as a kid, and as I got a little older, you know, it was a good movie. But I would say, like, within the last, I don't know, what do you guys think, like, three or four years or so, it it's blown up in popularity again. Now, I don't know if that's because of Disney+, Plus or, you know, it could be because, you know, all the all the people my age, we remember it when we're, when we're younger, and now, you know, we're trying to bring it back. Um, but Hocus Pocus, another iconic, you know, Halloween movie, you know, and this was a, this was a big time movie. It was, you know, Walt Disney Pictures came out in 93. But the, the thing is though, they released this movie in like summer of 1993. It was either July or August when this movie came out. Um, I don't know the reasoning behind that. You know, it might have something to do with, um, you know, just box office numbers, you know, ideally, back then too um summer movies would do better you know and in this movie you had some you know big time stars with Bette Midler and Sarah Jessica Parker so you know I could see maybe why they want to do in July but it's a Halloween movie you gotta you gotta put that out in in October and you know it's definitely gained popularity in recent years there's you know I, I've talked about Marshalls and TJ Maxx and stuff they have a bunch of Hocus Pocus stuff there now too um so that's definitely uh, you know, gain popularity. And I believe there is now a sequel either in the works or in pre-production or something like that. So we're going to be getting a sequel to Hocus Pocus, you know, all these years later. Um, and I guess that's part of the magic of uh, Disney Plus. It kind of keeps these old shows or movies alive. And, you know, because of Disney Plus is probably the reason why it's getting a sequel. You know, I would bet we get another sort of uh, Halloween Town show or movie reboot or whatever uh, in the next few years on Disney Plus because, you know, it was so popular. You know, people my age are starting to have kids of their own and maybe they want to watch a newer Halloween Town movie. So Halloween Town, Hocus Pocus, two legendary uh, Disney-themed Halloween movies. You know, kind of on a side note, but uh, a few years ago I got a pair of, uh, like, those nice Bose, like, over-ear headphones I use for like traveling and working out and stuff. And you know, those are my go-to headphones. And when you sync them to your phone, um, it like prompts you to give your headphones a nickname. I'm thinking, I'm like, I don't know. Like they're like these big black headphones. Like what's a cool name? I was like, you know what? 
I named my headphones Hocus Pocus. So every time I open up, you know, Spotify or whatever, listen to something, it says, you know, syncing to Hocus Pocus. So uh, just a little side note. But I think we also have to talk about probably the next biggest Disney Halloween movie, super popular, The Nightmare Before Christmas, Tim Burton's animated classic, you know, another movie that's got a pretty big following. Um, You always see a lot of Nightmare Before Christmas, like merchandise and stuff and, you know, t-shirts and, um, you know, you always see the stuff at like uh, Hot Topic and Spencer Gifts. So there's definitely like a niche group of people who uh, absolutely love this movie. And, you know, I got to be honest, I never really got into it. You know, when I was a kid, I thought it was cool. I don't, we would always only watch it uh, at Halloween. Um, So that was kind of like a tradition. Um, You know, there was something about it, like it was kind of spooky, but cool, you know, as a, I don't know, I don't know, like watching as like a seven, eight year old kid. Uh, even like the VHS, it came in like this black case when like all of the other Disney movies came in like white cases or like these colorful cases. This was like all black. I always thought it was kind of cool. You know, it's got some like Christmas elements kind of mixed in, but it's mostly, you know, Halloween themed. Um, I will say, though, it does have uh, some good songs in there, some iconic songs, you know, iconic characters. Jack Skellington is an iconic character for sure. But for me, you know, I just I just never really got into it. I think it's because like the Tim Burton style has always kind of creeped me out a little bit. His his movies are always kind of dark. You know, even like his live action movies, like the the Batman movie he did. And I loved Batman as a kid, obsessed with Batman. I did not like that movie because I it scared me. It was kind of creepy and dark and I just I didn't like those kinds of movies. So you know, Nightmare Before Christmas, super popular. Again, this one came out in like 1993 as well, I believe. So in the same year, we got Nightmare Before Christmas and Hocus Pocus, you know, two of the top three Disney Halloween movies of all time. I hope Disney continues to kind of put out more Halloween-themed movies. I think they realize now that there's a, um, you know, a big following and, uh, you know, around Halloween time, people want to watch these movies and you kind of just binge watch them all. I think that's why like abc family i think they still have it they had like i don't know if it was like 13 days of halloween or something like every day you know for 13 days they would play like a different halloween themed movie i always thought that was cool uh you know they would release like a list and you know when i was younger that was always kind of cool to see which movie was getting played on which day and stuff and it's a little different now with streaming and stuff you can watch it whenever you want but that was always a big deal too you know but uh you know, just recently they released the Muppets Haunted Mansion on Disney Plus, and like I like stuff like that. I think is awesome. Like every October now, I feel like Disney, you know, on Disney Plus should release something Halloween themed, either a movie or a series, something. You know, Netflix has kind of done this with the uh, I don't know the director's name off the top of my head, but he did the Haunting of Hill House and the the Haunting of Bly Manor. And then just recently Midnight Mass and like every now, you know, September, October, you know, the last three years, we've had like a Halloween themed uh, show, you know, not Halloween themed, but like kind of a creepy show um, that kind of gets you in the mood for Halloween, you know, on Netflix. And it's kind of cool to kind of do that and, you know, get yourself in the mood. So I hope Disney continues to do stuff like the Muppets Haunted Mansion, 
you know, next October, I want another, you know, Halloween themed movie or show, you know, I think that'd be cool for them to do. You know, speaking of Halloween themed movies, um, you know, Disney's currently working on a Haunted Mansion movie. So it'd be cool or interesting to see if they release that when it's finally ready, you know, in, in, in that September, October time period. Um, but you know, that's going to be coming out soon. Let's talk about some of the classic, um, other Disney Halloween movies. Uh, the Haunted Mansion, the one with Eddie Murphy that came out in 2003, you know, can kind of be considered in that category. Uh, you know, I'm gonna have to rewatch this one again, you know, uh, not the greatest movie. I feel like they kind of missed the boat considering that Pirates of the Caribbean came out the same year, the first one, uh, kind of crazy how, you know, these franchises went opposite directions, you know, Pirates of the Caribbean spawned what, five movies, I think, and Haunted Mansion got just destroyed and in, in the ratings and reviews and you know it took them you know what 17 years to decide to make another one so uh you know the 2003 haunted mansion although it's not technically halloween themed it could be you know something you watch around halloween time that kind of fits the mood the next one we got was another disney channel original movie and i just saw that it's on disney plus so i'm gonna watch it this weekend 1997 under wraps now i hope you remember this one this one does not get a lot of love but i always love this movie uh, it's like three friends who kind of uh befriend like a, a mummy that was dug up and uh you know just kind of typical 90s movie kids getting into, into trouble uh, and there's a mummy walking around and stuff but definitely gonna rewatch this one uh, i was a huge fan of it uh when i was a kid and I think Disney like just made a remake, which is crazy. And I don't know how I feel about that. There was another um, Disney Channel movie kind of like that with the Halloween-ish theme, scarier. Um, it was called Don't Look Under the Bed. It came out in 1999. And if I remember correctly, this one was kind of scary because it has to do with like the, the legend of the boogeyman, the boogeyman. You know, like the, the old saying, don't look under your bed. You know, there's monsters under your bed, that type of thing. And I'm pretty sure, like, we see the boogeyman, like, in the movie. And it's, you know, kind of scary. You know, I was nine years old when this came out. And back then, like I said, like, every Disney Channel original movie was a big deal. Uh, so we all watched them all no matter what. And I remember being, like, kind of scared of, of this one. Like, I was like, oh, I'm not looking under my bed now if that boogeyman thing's going to be under there. But, uh... I, I gotta check to see if this is on Disney Plus, and this would definitely be one I'd rewatch again now. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed. So you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. The next one on my list, another Disney Channel original movie. This one from the year 2000, Phantom of the Megaplex. Again, another one of my favorites from when I was a kid. And again, you know, the year 2000. So Disney from, you know, 97, 98, 99, 2000, like cranking out Halloween themed movies. Like this is how, this is how you do it, you know? 
give, give us something to look forward to every, uh, you know, every fall. Uh, but this one was about a kid who, like, works at a movie theater that, like, the legend and the rumors were that it was haunted. And, uh, you know, just typical stuff like that goes on. You know, he's, he doesn't believe it's haunted at first, and then he kind, kind of believes it. And um, I don't remember much, uh, but there was this really cool scene where... He's working in the lobby of the movie theater and something happens where like they have like this giant container of gumballs and all the gumballs like something happens and all the gumballs go everywhere and his even worse like his like school crush is there and to impress her he like takes this hockey stick and starts hitting the gumballs like into like garbage cans and cleans up all the gumball all the gumballs and everyone's impressed and clapping and stuff and just a random scene uh, that I remember from this movie, and gonna have to gonna have to rewatch it. I hope it's on Disney Plus. They should all be on Disney Plus, but definitely want to check this one out. The next one I have, Mom's Got a Date with a Vampire, Disney Channel movie, uh, starring the one ant from the Sabrina the Teenage Witch show from the '90s, um, and pretty much this one was self-explanatory. These kids, like, they're worried that they're, you know, they're worried about her, their mom because uh, she starts dating this new guy and they're convinced that this guy's a vampire. She doesn't believe him. Uh, that's all I kind of remember from it. I haven't seen this one in years. You know, this movie's 21 years old now. Uh, but again, another cool, you know, Halloween-themed movie that at me, as a 10-year-old, loved. Um, I don't know if kids nowadays... Uh, would enjoy this movie if they watched it now. I'm not sure if it holds up. But again, another movie where, uh, you know, I remember it. It was a big deal because we had to watch every single Disney Channel, you know, original movie. And again, another one that was kind of that Halloween theme. Now, I had uh, two more, um, like, Disney Channel movies on my list. But these two, like, I remember of them, but I never really, like, watched and, like, loved uh, so those movies are The Scream Team that came out in 2002 and Twitches. Now, The Scream Team, I barely remember. I barely remember it. Um, what I remember most is that um, the guy from uh, Figment, the Figment ride, uh, was in it. And that's pretty much it. I think like a young Cat Dennings as well. Um, and that they're like ghosts and I don't know. That's, that's all I pretty much remember. Uh, sorry, I can't, uh, give you my full review of that one. And the other one was Twitches, which, um, which starred, starred, uh, Tia and Tamara Maori. Uh, they were from Sister Sister, I think was the show. Uh, so I, I always watched that show. Um, but this one came out in 2005 and it was about, you know, high school girls and, as a 15-year-old in 2005, I just, I was too cool for it, I think. Uh, so I never watched it, but I remember kind of seeing of it and stuff. And, you know, I've, he- I've heard it was good. And, you know, to, to a certain age group or whatever, it's probably a classic kind of Halloween-themed movie for them. But, you know, two of the other Disney Channel movies that uh, came around came out around that time, but I just never really got into now, Disney has always kind of done, like, short movies and short kind of specials, uh, like, for holidays or whatever, uh, you know, especially, like, with cartoons. 
and they did you know a bunch of halloween ones you can find like halloween themed like mickey and friends cartoons and stuff and winnie the pooh um but the the two i always kind of put into this category were the older one um the adventures of ichabob crane and mr toad classic cartoon with the headless horseman that we used to see at mickey's not so scary um and then the other one that came out maybe not that long ago was the uh the toy story halloween special uh it was like the toy story of terror i think it was called and no that one i think premiered on like abc family and that was a cute one that's a good one um but just looking at my list, there are a couple other ones I had down that weren't like Disney Channel original movies, um, but one of them was Coco. Um, you know, I gotta I gotta admit though, I I still haven't seen that one all the way through, but that could be you know kind of considered a Halloween themed movie. And the other one I had on my list was Frankenweenie. I can't believe I forgot about Frankenweenie. Now Frankenweenie, uh, Disney did. A Frankenweenie movie in 2012, but it was a remake of one that came out like maybe in the 50s or the 60s even. Um, and I remember this because when I was a kid, um, I was at my uncle's house and he was playing the movie on VHS, the original Frankenweenie. And I, I don't know for I, I thought the name was cool. I thought the idea was cool. Um, and then you know all those years later, 2012, Disney remakes it uh, into an animated movie. You know, and it's pretty much about a, a boy who loses his dog in an accident and kind of just brings his dog back to life, kind of like Frankenstein. You know, it's based off the Frankenstein uh, story. And, you know, that, that's kind of cool. You know, the, the kid loses his dog and brings him back and is able to spend more time with him. So uh, another one that's not technically Halloween, but it's got like, you know, Frankenstein story vibes to it. And, you know, it can kind of be, uh, you know, can fit into that category as well yeah so just talking about all these disney halloween themed movies definitely makes me want to have like a, a movie marathon just watch them all make some hot chocolate have some pumpkin uh some pumpkin themed snacks and just kind of you know enjoy them you know a movie i think that doesn't get a lot of love that should be kind of displayed around this time of year is the tower of terror movie I don't even think it's on Disney Plus yet. You know, I have it on DVD, luckily. You know, it's based on an attraction that's, you know, super creepy and eerie and scary. You know, the Twilight Zone. Um, but the Tower of Terror movie, I, I believe it came out in like 1997. Stars a young Kirsten Dunst. Um, yeah, this, this should be another movie that, uh, you know, you throw on, you know, during Halloween. You know, cozy up on the couch, get some get some snacks and kind of watch this one because it's got some creepy vibes to it you know and the, the rumor is that they're still going to make a new one um you know there was com some controversy uh scarlett johansson i believe was supposed to produce it and maybe even star in it um and then all this stuff happened with her and black widow and suing disney but um you know recently they've kind of resolved all that um and some of the, the rumors i've read are that they're going to go on as planned with the Tower of Terror movie again. So, uh, you know, we'll see. Uh, that would be great, though. You know, Tower of Terror and Haunted Mansion movies in the works. Um, you know, perfect for this time of year. I would love to be able to watch them, you know, at, at this time next year. So we've talked about Disney World during Halloween. We've talked about Disney-themed Halloween movies. Now... 
let's talk about Disney themed costumes. Now, I, I thought about this because last year, uh, me and my fiance, we went to a Halloween party and we had some Disney inspired costumes. We went as Maleficent and I was her crow friend, Diaval. So, you know, I, uh, I unfortunately was dressed up as a crow, <laughs> but uh, my fiance had a cool costume. She went as Maleficent, got to wear like the cool horns and stuff. Um, it just kind of got me thinking like, and I, you know, I asked this to you guys on Instagram, but what are, what have been like some of your favorite, uh, Disney themed Halloween costumes, you know, cause we all love dressing up on Halloween, you know, on Halloween. And for most of us, we've been dressing up, you know, pretty much every year since we were a little kid. So that's a lot of costumes, uh, you know, to choose from. And I was trying to think, you know, it's, it's actually kind of surprising, but I really didn't go as too many, you know, Disney characters or Disney themed characters for Halloween. Now, I think like when I was like a baby or an infant or whatever, uh, I think my parents like dressed me up as Mickey Mouse uh, one year, uh, you know, but other than that, for most of my childhood, I wanted to be something cooler. I wanted to be you know, something sports related or, you know, something like that. So a lot of my costumes from my youth, I was either a superhero or something sports related. Um, so I guess if you're counting Marvel as, uh, you know, a Disney themed costume, I went a few times as some heroes like that. I know I went to Spider-Man, I think even twice. Um, you know, I went as Batman, Robin, a Ninja Turtle, a Power Ranger. So, you know, technically not Disney characters, but, you know, uh, Power Rangers and, and Ninja Turtles have been kind of connected to Disney and, you know, Disney World, uh, you know, but trying to think off the top of my head, a lot of like my elementary school, middle school years, I went as like wrestlers. I was a big wrestling fan as a kid, still kind of watch it now, but mostly as a kid, like I went as different wrestlers, the ultimate warrior to cool Hulk Hogan, you know, those, you know, basic, uh, popular wrestlers. I actually went as a WWE referee once because I thought that would be cool. Um, you know, I did some sports themed costumes like an NBA player or, or, you know, something like that. Um, you know, but like I said earlier, I went through a big phase where I didn't really like Halloween anymore. I, I, you know, I wasn't dressing up at, you know, and going to parties. So, there's a big gap in my uh, my costume wearing years, like especially like late middle school through high school and stuff. So I think like before uh, my, you know, Maleficent themed costume, the last Disney themed costume I had, uh, I went as Sully from Monsters, Inc., which was fitting because I'm a, you know, taller person. Uh, always like Sully and that was a, uh, that was a fun costume to make and wear as well. But... Of course, as always, I wanted to hear from you guys, so I asked you, what has been your favorite Disney-themed Halloween costume that you've worn? So let's see what you guys said. This first one is from Eli Delp, Anakin in Captain America. So uh, we have some, you know, more recent Disney franchises, you know, Anakin Skywalker uh, and Captain America, both fun costumes. I would love to be, uh, you know, dress up as a Marvel character now, uh, Kind of thinking about going as one uh, for this upcoming Halloween, but we'll see. Anakin Skywalker, I wonder uh, if you went as, like, older Anakin or, like, younger Anakin. Because I I haven't watched 
uh, too many of the recent Star Wars movies. So Anakin Skywalker, to me, uh, was like that little kid from like the movie that came out in 2000. So I wonder which one you went as. Uh, this next one is from Disney 24-7. They said Linguini from Ratatouille. That, of course, is the chef from the, the movie Ratatouille. That's a fun one. Um, I like unique costumes like that. You don't see many uh, Linguini uh, from Ratatouille uh, costumes out there. Peyton Webb, 19, said, Indiana Jones busted my face on a tree a few days before Halloween. Looked awesome. So, uh, wow, definitely um, definitely going for the uh, full effect of Indiana Jones, you know, having real-life scars and stuff from battle. Uh, you know, Indiana Jones definitely was a popular costume, like, when I was a kid. Um, you know, a lot of... Uh, a lot of like the the boys like in my grade like we we get like one Indiana Jones a year for sure, uh, iconic character. Uh, this next one is from Jackie G thirty one, Up House and Carl. So that kind of sounds like it was a uh, like a couple's costume or you know costume you did with a friend or, or anyone. Um, the Up House and Carl. Now that's again unique costume. Uh, Carl, I've seen a lot of Carls seen a lot of like the you know the boy scout costume but i've never seen anyone dressed up as the actual up house with all the balloons uh that had to be you know pretty interesting how you made that or pulled that off so uh that's pretty cool um the says channel c-e-z channel says if marvel counts doc ock i'll count it we gotta count it now marvel's part of disney uh dr octopus Again, that that had to be a fun costume to wear, and I'm wondering if you made that yourself or if you bought that because you know Doc Ock has all like the mechanical arms and stuff, uh, so that's pretty cool. This next one's from Cursed P33. She went as Cinderella and Pink from Monsters University. The PNK, the um, was it the sorority from um, from Monsters University. Again, that's a pretty unique one. You don't see too often, so those are, are always fun to see. Um, this next one, we have a Haunted Mansion-themed costume. Jacob Chauvin, 12, says, My Hatbox Ghost Costume. Now, that'd be cool to see a picture of the Hatbox Ghost. Um, you know, one of the more popular characters from the Haunted Mansion attraction. Um and I got to say, I'm, I regret never like going as one of like the hitchhiking ghosts or, you know, something Haunted Mansion themed. So I'm a little jealous of your costume. This next one is from Emmy Belvin, Rapunzel uh, from Tangled. I wonder if you had a, uh, a little pet chameleon named Pascal uh, to go along with your costume. But that's a fun one with the super long hair and stuff and maybe even like carry around a frying pan, I wonder. Um, Nolan Stocker says a paper mache goofy head. Now that, that sounds interesting, uh, how you pulled that off and how you made that. Um, this one's from Fit Disney Nut, a Star Wars theme here. Princess Leia, but mostly because my son was Kylo Ren. So that's a, that's a fun kind of duo's costume to do. Uh, you know, mother and son dressing up as Princess Leia and Kylo Ren. Uh, always fun to dress up in groups or, you know, couples or families. Um, that's always fun. Um, I guess it depends on who, who picks the, the costume. Kind of like you said, you know, Princess Leia, but mostly because your son picked, I'm guessing, picked Kylo Ren. Um, so I kind of understand. I've been forced to uh, be a character 
Uh, that wasn't my idea before, but fun nonetheless. Uh, the Duchess of Disney said, I, I had a really dope Ursula costume one year that I sewed fiber optics and LED lights into. And I think our last one for today is going to be from Friend Like Me, 93, the Burton version of the Mad Hatter. My aunt came up to do the face paint and everything. I like how you were specific and wanted to be the Burton version uh, of the Mad Hatter. And it sounds like you went all out, uh, you know, getting help and, you know, from your aunt to come up and uh, do your face paint and, you know, help get your costume set. Uh, always makes for a good costume when you put like that extra effort into it. But uh, again, another uh, another great list, another uh, another good uh, selection of responses to choose from. I appreciate you guys uh, playing along and submitting uh, your costumes. Damn, this really uh, this really makes me want to step up my Disney Halloween costume game. I'm not gonna lie, I'm slacking. You know, all the times I went to the Halloween party, I went to it three times. Um, and I went as Sully the one time, I went as a Ninja Turtle uh, the other time, and I went as Macho Man Randy Savage for the third time. So, uh, you know, at least one of them was Disney-themed, Ninja Turtle was borderline, and the third one was me just wanting to dress up as Macho Man Randy Savage. So I definitely got to step up my game. And that pretty much wraps up this week's episode. As always, I appreciate all you guys coming in and listening. Um... I hope that this episode uh, can maybe help you get in the Halloween spirit, the Halloween mood, and uh, you know, throw on a Disney Halloween movie. Uh, if there's a movie on here that I mentioned that you haven't seen in a while and you watched it, uh, send me your review. Like especially some of these Disney Channel original movies, Halloween Town, Under Wraps, Phantom of the Megaplex. Uh, let me know what you think of those. If you haven't seen it before, or, you know, if if it's your first time watching it in a while be interested to hear your thoughts because i know i'm definitely going to try and watch as many of these as i can um but again this was a fun episode i love talking disney gets this you know just talking about disney and halloween kind of got me in the mood um the weather's starting to change here getting a little cooler um like i said i'm planning to watch uh some of these movies this weekend definitely going to check out under wraps because i haven't seen that probably since i was like 10 years old uh so i really hope it holds up but uh, thank you again for listening. If you can do me a favor, follow me on Instagram if you're not already. And if you're listening on your iPhone and you want to do me a huge favor, um, head over to my podcast page in the iTunes store and give me a rating. And if you leave me a review, I'd appreciate that as well. And I'll give you a shout out on the next episode. Uh, means a lot. Love the positive feedback, uh, that, you know, from you guys. And like I said, like my, um, my, you know, my messages are always open on Instagram. Uh, you know, I, I reply to pretty much all of them, you know, unless it's like super creepy or something, but, um, always down to talk Disney and hear your thoughts as well. Also, if any of you, any of you guys went to or are attending, um, you know, the new Boo Bash party at the Magic Kingdom, uh, send me your thoughts on that as well. Give me a review. You know, I, I obviously haven't been to it and I'm, I'm, you know, not really planning on it. Uh, so I'd love to hear like an honest review from, you know, one of you guys. I, you know, don't get me wrong. I, you know, I love, you know, checking out Disney blogs and vlogs and whatever and, you know, the, get good info from those sites. But, you know, sometimes I like, you know, I want to hear a review from, 
you know, people like me, you know, the average Joe, the person who's, you know, you know, paying their hard earned money to go to Disney. Um, I want to hear, you know, your review, your thoughts on stuff. So, uh, shoot me a message. I'd be interested to hear your thoughts, but that's all I've got. I hope everyone has a uh, great rest of the week and always remember it all started with a mouse. If you enjoyed this podcast do me a favor check out some of my friends you can check out the marvelous podcast that's marvel m-a-r-v-e-l-u-s marvelous podcast that's a podcast all about marvel movies that me and a friend of mine uh record as much as we can talks about marvel superheroes lists reviews everything like that and also the uber cinco podcast uh one of my best friends i grew up with went to Disney with a couple times. He has a podcast, Uber Cinco, where they do top five lists of pretty much anything. Everything's on the table, uh, some good banter back and forth. So if you're looking for something to listen to, check those out and tell them KP sent you.